Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. Welcome to Disposable Worlds, the show where we take your ideas, stuff them into our big sack, bash them with a hammer, hop onto our sleigh, and redistribute all of the broken parts to little children across the world. My name is Ryan, and I'm kind of like Santa Claus in this situation, except that I maybe don't drink as much? I don't know. Hard to say. Oh, I had I did not think you were referring to Santa Claus at all. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> who, who were you thinking? That's kind of, that was kind of... I don't know. That was kind of a stretch. I wasn't thinking that at all. Well, that's what I think about when I think about Santa Claus. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm some, I'm some non-denominational sleigh riding, <laughs> gift giving creature. Just a guy in a sleigh giving gifts. <laughs> Just yeah, exactly. That's Cody. But also tonight we've got it's it, it, oh, that, and I'm yeah, Cody. That is that's Cody. My name. Cody. Cody, the the sleigh riding, gift giving creature. And we've got a special guest tonight. We've got uh, John here. Uh, say hi, John. Yeah. Hi guys, uh, happy yeah. to be here. I'm John, and I'm. I guess I'll also just be a guy giving gifts out, but I don't even realize it's Christmas. Doesn't even have a sleigh. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just on. Foot. Well, John, tell us tell us a little bit about yourselves. Why are you, Why are you here tonight? Who invited you? What makes you so special? Um, Cody invited me. Uh, he promised me there would be Wingstop, which uh, I don't see around oh. here. So I'm starting to I'm starting to be suspicious of this entire thing. You have, you've got to put in a good, a good day's day of work to get Wingstop. You haven't earned it yet, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I'm I'm just here to put in my day's work. Right, perfect. Um, and shoot the shit <laughs> so he's, for a little bit of time and have some fun. So John's kind of like the guy in the back of the sleigh washing dishes in hopes for paying for the meal that he was he he purchased. Yeah, yeah. I'm the guy. I'm the guy behind Santa that you don't see. I'm, I'm the guy who's who's like cleaning up after Santa while he's doing all the PR. I'm the guy. The PR I, gigs. I, I'm the guy latched onto Santa's uh, torso under the suit to make it look like he's got a big old belly. Oh God! It's weird that he wouldn't just use a suit, but he actually has a guy. There's <laughs> a guy. Yeah. Got a, a guy too. I'm part of his. I'm part of a security detail. A living. Uh, Bulletproof vest, basically. Yeah. He, Santa. This is the thing about Santa. He needs that. He needs somebody living to be. He can't perform. His flesh. Right. <laughs> yeah. He can't be Santa unless he unless he has a little homunculus. Yeah. Well, it's well, it is cold and keeps him warm. And I imagine that he's got nunchucks under there too. So it's it, probably it gets hot. It's, yeah, it's it gets actually so probably hot. pretty pretty sweaty and moist. <laughs> Um, so what we do is we take ideas that we have solicited off of the internet for fantasy and science fiction worlds, and we try to mash them together into something that hopefully makes sense by the end of it, but usually doesn't. Uh, so let's hop in and kind of see what's in the bag here a little bit. And let's see, uh, Lord Henry 7898 says, Magic exists, but it's based off of metal genres. Which I think is awesome, because... I could see there being 
a big power struggle between uh, black metal and power metal. Uh, I think that that's uh, that's pretty then slick. You have like hair metal in there somewhere. What about Jesus metal? Is Jesus metal a real thing? Uh, there's definitely religious. Like God metal. Do they call it for sure? Do they call it God metal or Jesus metal? <laughs> I don't know what the genre is specifically. Oh, like Christian. Rock. Christian. That's Christian, that, Christian metal. It is Christian metal. Sorry, okay. I, God metal sounds way better than Christian metal. So that's like divine sure. metal. Like that's when you channel down the powers of Christ to smite your enemies. Yeah, it'd probably be hard to contend with divine metal. Honestly, his, his metal with well, a capital H. Is, is, is the potency? Is, is the potency of the metal? based on like how good the music is because if it's that if that's the case then christian metal is going to be unstoppable well i think that it's not all christian metal guitarists are probably as good as other christian guitarist metal players i guess i don't know but also like every genre has their badass i I would say so there is out there there's a satanic metal guitarist that is really busting his chops just really getting really really good and he could slay handfuls of really shitty 12-year-old Christian guitarists who are just really learning the ropes right now. That's probably true. That'd be an awesome show. Would be like a death metal, like a Satan metal guy, like guitar solo versus like a Christian, like the best Christian metal <laughs> guitarist. What are, What does that show look like? What's like episode two of that show? What does that even look like? I mean, it's literally just a referendum on whether the God or the devil wins. <laughs> Yeah, well, if if the competition is metal, I think the devil's gonna take it. Yeah, take the trophy home with this. Yeah, one. nine times out of ten, but maybe that's who the hero of the story is. Is that like it starts off in like a Christian like? Uh, well, okay, so here is a question though: Is it really based on actually playing the music, or are there just tropes of of the music like woven into the spell casting and stuff like that? Or do you really need to just like wail on a guitar to cast your spells? I think, I think you got to like the sweeter your licks are. Yeah. The more, more powerful your metal or your magic will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the more you can really like harsh on that guitar. And so it's like, wait, they're basically bards. <laughs> yeah, basically metal bards. <laughs> this is, yeah. So I, I would see like episode one being a, uh, a Christian guitarist gets up there and like challenges maybe one or two or even a group of satanic guitarists and just but just gives his fucking ass kicks because he's just not as good as they are and they call down satan's fury on him and so the rest mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm. like the rest of the story is him just trying to figure out how to make christian metal like interesting and good um so that he can fight fight his way back to the top so that's a tough mountain to climb when you're fighting satan's guitarist i mean yeah he's well entrenched i mean he knows what he's doing but that's why jesus is the underdog in this situation like he's got there's there's really a long way to climb in this one but metal exists and it's based off of metal genres but also or magic exists magic sorry metal metal does exist. <laughs> metal does exist for sure. <laughs> metal exists and it's based in off a world metal. <laughs> where metal exists magic exists but also pants are illegal in this universe according to saint so pants are illegal. Magic exists, but it's based off of metal genres. From the beginning of time, were pants illegal? Is this a recent development? Well, I don't know. Are spiked cod pieces like still legit? Because I feel like in a satanic metal universe, spiked cod pieces are just taking the place of pants from the get go. You know, what? I think I think this question yeah. actually answers our question, or this suggestion answers our question about. Uh, how good god metal would be because mm. if god metal were like the reigning supreme in this world p- 
pants would not be illegal. <laughs> That's yeah. Well, no, pants are illegal. Well, so. they would just wear yeah. maybe maybe they'd be wearing like cloaks. Like I mean, Jesus didn't wear pants. He wore like a potato sack. That's true. That's true. Basically. That's, well, that's true, but my so point, like, my know. point is that in a modern civilization, where we have the, the technology to make pants, okay, uh, that's that's such an efficient way to cover uh, unwanted flesh, you know, out and about. I mean, like a hospital gown is a more efficient way, really. I, I, I mean, you just there's barely any economic activity. You just buy a sheet that's true but there's always the potential of it like blowing up or something like that like how many people do you think jesus unintentionally flashed on a like windy immodesty, day yeah right. so here's a question in a mm-hmm. on the cover of any metal album have you ever seen anybody wearing pants what are they usually wear like a kilt or are they naked i feel like it's usually like a cod piece or like a conan the barbarian style like furry loincloth I feel like that's generally the way that it is. And in a world where magic and metal coexist like this, I feel like pants would never exist on the scene. Like, like fashion would never move beyond a Beastmaster style, like, genre of, like, it's all robes. Right. Well, so a- you've got, like, yeah, you've got, like, cod pieces. Mm-hmm. You've got, like, a cod piece made out of a boar hide. Yeah. And then from your, from your, and then you've got, like, high boots that are also made of some sort of animal hide. But there is a big difference between fashion not moving forward and a part of fashion being outlawed. Like, that's, um, that's pretty that's different. That's true. I guess that they were created and then made illegal <laughs> at some point. Yes, exactly. Someone made pants. They moved forward on the <laughs> pants and then someone was like, no. <laughs> This is not. I like, think they outlawed pants because they're too proud. It's like a, it's you know, it's. I it, I hope it's a warm world they live in. That's all I'm saying. Uh, like the a, reason why Jesus was able to get away with wearing a potato sack was because he didn't live in a northern climate. Well, it's like you know the Amish. They don't use zippers because they think zippers are proud. They're like you can only use buttons. Even yeah. Though they have I thought it was because zippers were such a, an advanced technology, and they're opposed to technology like that. I didn't know it was a pride thing. I think it's a pride thing. Yeah, you think so? Zippers are and, really uppity. And maybe, maybe, maybe in this world, the this, the the, the 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 like the cultural philosophy just developed somehow oh. that like pants are like this. This pants are just. I've like, got a it. Weak man wears pants. No, I've <laughs> got it. What do you think? What do you think physiologically would happen to the human race if we were all fucking metalheads eventually? Mm, physiologically. Physiologically, they'd have really strong necks. We'd all have really big penises eventually. <laughs> Why? We'd have definitely have strong necks from all the head banging. And like, I'm pretty sure that metalheads, like eventually, if you breed them together long enough, you're going to get some real well endowed people. <laughs> it's kind of like how goldfish grow until they're the size that that matches. Their... Yeah, exactly. And they, and they and like they don't want to suffocate their boys. Yeah. So if you're not wearing pants or you're only wearing goat skulls for pants, then your your wings going to grow to fit them to fit the space. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's just inevitable. So you're saying, without the constricting nature of pants, their endowments would reach gargantuan proportions. Uh, I hope. You're right. That's why I don't usually wear pants. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is an experiment I've been running for a long time. Yeah. So far, it hasn't yielded any no. good results. No fruit. Well, if anything, the cold causes a lot of shrinkage. Well, there is. Um. Even though this is a met, uh, a metal magic world, and obviously Satan is on the rise, and or at least dominant, there is there's a little bit of a Christmas cheer thing happening here because um, the rules for uh, the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen are real, but they apply to the Krampus instead. 
That's pretty fucking metal. That's <laughs> yeah. This is like the most metal universe. That's still pretty metal, man. So, for our listeners who don't know the rules to the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen, if you kill or inadvertently cause the death of Santa Claus, you are obligated to become Santa Claus. Uh, for basically, I think until somebody kills you or something, seemed to be the way that it, it worked out. I wish those rules applied to just regular murder. I, well, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I, 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 and I do. In this world, I think so. I feel like people would be hunting down the Krampus so that they could be the Krampus. No, 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 no. I mean, in our world, like, if you kill a person, unintentionally or otherwise, you are obligated to, like, to fulfill whatever task they... In a perfect world. You, you become them. Would you become, like, them with with your mind is it just your body or do you become <laughs> well that's like, that's what that's what happened no that's what happened in the santa claus because you, you gain all the powers of whoever you kill but unfortunately for most people nobody has any superpowers so when you kill somebody in our world oh. it, nothing happens it's highlander rules all the time except that nobody's a highlander so you think so you think that's how it works for everyone you kill in the tim allen movie the santa claus yeah like, and, no matter who mm-hmm. you kill that happens but he just happened to kill a magical being. Yeah, he Highlandered Santa Claus, and because Santa Claus has powers, he got those powers. John actually asked an interesting question here. Like, does it take over your mind? Right, like, do people in the Santa Claus movie, do they do they also get all of the memories of Tim Allen as Santa Claus? Like, do they all of a sudden, they're just in- inceptioned with his with his memories? They're like, oh, no my way, God. Because Tim, Tim Allen had to learn. No, Tim Allen had to learn Santa Clausing from the get-go, man. He is at square zero. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. He's at square zero, but what if, like, after a long enough amount of time, the original Santa Claus's ego takes over? I feel like if um, Tim Allen had eaten the original Santa Claus's brain right then and there, he probably would have gained But the those body powers. disappeared immediately. Have you seen the movie? Uh, Jeez. Right. Wait, well, what about this, though? What if somebody kills Santa Claus in this Tim Allen rules world, and then they just, like, don't feel like fulfilling christmas they're just like okay i've got santa powers i'm turning into a like a fat ass white haired guy but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go about my fucking life i'm just gonna coast i'm just gonna coast yeah how did they how did they rope him into i don't really celebrate christmas so well that's this is exactly why i'm asking if santa claus takes over the mind because tim allen was like staunchly opposed to the idea of being a santa claus from the from the get-go how did they rope him into that i feel like it was just his son guilt tripped him into it they roped him into that with fucking mind control Really? Like Santa Claus is in there somewhere making him do these things. So it's like the fungus that affects those bugs. <laughs> yeah. That causes them to, to, yeah. to like climb to the top of a stalk of grass. Uh-huh. So that the parasite can fulfill its life cycle in the stomach of a cow. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like if you get, if you Krampus, if you kill the Krampus or you happen to be nearby and like knock the Krampus off your roof and he dies or whatever next to you, then. The, you would turn into a Krampus, but the bloodlust of becoming a Krampus would just be a self-fulfilling prophecy anyway. I mean, you would need to feast on human blood uh, one way or another. Now, hold on, hold okay. on. Before, yeah. before, we move, before we move forward with the Krampus, getting into this, getting granular with the Krampus, <laughs> um, we, we, we gave a brief synopsis of the Santa Claus. Maybe we needed to inform our less culturally aware listeners about the Krampus. Oh, okay, yeah, the Krampus. I just assumed everybody knew what the Krampus is, but the Krampus. <laughs> yeah, but not, not, but not Santa Claus. Krampus is like, <laughs> Krampus is like, <laughs> Krampus is like evil goat Santa Claus, except that he wants to eat you. So he's essentially like, it's kind of like Kramp, like like Santa Claus, except that if he finds you, he's gonna eat you 
and like crack your bones That's, open. I don't see the difference between him and Santa yeah, Claus. Yeah, he, except he's like nine foot tall, goat man sort of a thing. He's kind of got like a real Warhammer sort of a situation going on. Uh, but yeah, no, he he's like a, he's like a nine foot tall hairy goat man that will eat you. Um, so apparently in in the in the uh, <laughs> in the Scandinavian countries, this is a real hit over there. And I don't know if he, if he is synonymous with Santa Claus over there, or if he's just like just bizarro Santa and like. Santa still exists. Is he like a chupacabra? Yeah, I think he's like a chupacrampus. Yeah, he's like. Oh no, chupacabras would eat the Krampus. A chupacabra is like hiding in your cornfield at night and kills your dog. Mm. You go out with a flashlight. Well, and I thought kisses it, at you and I runs thought, off. I thought chupacabras ate goats, so that's why the oh, chupacabra right. would be the Krampus's natural enemy. Probably, dude. Krampus could kill like six or seven. I would watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, chupacabra versus Krampus, the Krampening. It's like it's like a steak versus a mongoose, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I would watch it if it was like a band of of chupacabras versus Krampus. I, I I don't know, man. I feel like if you if you got cramped, if you turned into the Krampus, like you would be hungry for the blood of innocent people. So, I I want to see this movie, but I also want it to still star Tim Allen <laughs> so badly as the Krampus, the Kramp- as the guy who kills the Krampus, who kills the Krampus, the Krampus, and I still want the Krampus to die in the same way where he just like slips <laughs> off the roof. Yeah, and I still want it to have like like Tim Allen shtick. Like when he's becoming the Krampus, yeah, like ex- exactly. Like he's- Except that he immediately eats his own son. I was about to say he's he's gonna have to eat his own son. The the key difference between this movie and the Santa Claus is he embraces it right off the bat, full bore. Right. <laughs> yeah, it goes back goes back to the office and grows three foot goat horns and then kills everybody there. Maybe maybe instead of unintentionally killing the Krampus, he snipes the Krampus from like on a different roof or something because he wants to become the Krampus. He's like, I'm hoping uh, this is what I was hoping. Well, in, the, in a metal world, like that's what's happening, man. He's using his dark arts to like lure the Krampus in and then blast him with like a bolt of like satanic fire. That's true. The Krampus has got to be way deadlier in this world. Cause he's car- probably carrying around an ax and he's got like, you know, playing super intense chords all the time. Casting crazy. He's spells. got one of those guitars that has the two necks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> at least, yeah, at least two. What if, because like, I remember in the in the Santa Claus movie, part of Tim Allen becoming Santa Claus is that he becomes infected with Santa Claus's good cheer, and it like affects his corporate job. Uh-huh. That is his mind. That's and mind he, control. And he's like, but but he's like, I can't work here anymore. You're doing wrong by kids. Because they're like, oh, we, you know, it's like the classic. We, we just want to make profits. We but want if, child labor. But when he becomes Krampus, he could actually go back <laughs> and basically like start running the company. Get his job back. He <laughs> offshores. All of a sudden, he fires everybody and offshores everything. And eats them also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the company starts making a ton of money. Yeah, exactly. Because the like, horned beast is running. Shouldn't we call the cops or something? It's like, look at our, have you seen our profits? <laughs> it's up and to the, to the right. Yep. And he does uh, holiday, instead of holiday layoffs, he's doing slayoffs and just killing all the unne- unneeded personnel. But let's throw, let's throw some more, let's throw some more ideas into here. Uh, Tosser's Delight says all-inclusive holiday world, which... I mean, I don't, I don't see anything discriminatory about what we're talking about here right now. Like, this seems pretty inclusive. I mean, the Krampus will kill anybody, regardless. Well, I mean, that's inclusive. I think what they're trying to get at here is that instead of just discussing the Christmas Krampus, we also discuss the Kwanzaa Krampus oh, and the Hanukkah Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Hanukkah Krampus. <laughs> it's like a... It's like a 
each Krampus, like maybe they they all combine, they have rings, like each it's each like, Krampus. From, what, it's like the from Green Lantern ho- Corps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Hanukkah Krampus is active for seven days. He's far more deadly. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I feel like in a world where magic exists and it's based off of metal genres, like like your philosophy and your religion is going to be based around the type of metal that you listen to. So there's not really going to be like I don't think that there's Jewish metal. Or, I don't know. Maybe there is. Whoa, that is woefully I, ignorant. I don't know. There is. Is there? There's got to be Jewish metal. Jewish core. And they probably play on like a Star of David guitar too. There was <laughs> a. I feel like there was a Jewish, maybe a. It's called Blood of Abraham. Oh God, that sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, maybe I, I'm wrong. I, that, I, Dude, the Jewish Krampus is way more hard boiled than he's got like he's got like Star of David throwing stars and shit. <laughs> Maybe like a Star of David, like like in his like in his chest. Oh yeah. yeah, but it's upside down. But Wait, it's up. It can't so be upside can't down. Be upside. It's sideways. <laughs> it's, ro- <laughs> it's rotated like twenty five degrees. It's a, it's a six pointed pentagon. Or maybe he has to tell everybody that it's upside down. <laughs> like he has to remind them. He has to just be like, by the way, this is upside down. Uh-huh. You can't. Yeah. It's, 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 points, it's, it's really it's upside. It's down. underlined and then turned it's, upside down. It's at least that it tilts or something. <laughs> yeah, it's underlined. <laughs> it's, underlined. <laughs> it's got the underline on top. <laughs> to let you know, like when they do that with the number six and nine sometimes. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah he's probably pretty hard-boiled. I don't know enough about Kwanzaa to speak intelligently about the Kwanzaa Krampus. Well, he's going to kill you regardless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's going <laughs> to your face. And any of these Krampuses, you can kill and become that version of the Krampus. Oh, yeah. I do like this last idea, though, because I do really feel like this ties this world together a little bit. Because we've got this, this <laughs> satanic metal dominated world where the Krampus is just running rampant, murdering multiple Krampuses by each denomination, just running around, like, slaying the innocent. Um, wait, so wait, hold on. Did you say that the Krampus is killing other Krampuses? If you kill a Krampus <laughs> as a Krampus, do you become both oh, Krampuses? My God. How does that work? I think you become double Krampus. Well, then how do you split off the Krampuses again? Do you become a super Krampus in the same way that... I don't know. I think that once two Krampuses, like, roll into one Krampus, like, you're just... That's a... That's a single Krampus like like I don't know that you can or maybe it's like when two Krampuses come roll into one Krampus that Krampus is kind of like a horcrux so you have to kill it twice mm. so if you shoot it mm. you kill the you can maybe kill You're the Christmas Krampus yeah but it's still the it's you still got the Hanukkah Krampus I in there. sort of like the idea that he becomes sort of a super shredder from you know like in yeah. Ninja Turtles 2 mm-hmm. yeah shredder all of a sudden became super because mm-hmm. if I became a Krampus the first thing I would do is hunt down the other Krampuses but hold on does Hanukkah ever cross over on the Christmas, like time wise? Because you're only Krampus on Christmas, so you can't exactly kill the Hanukkah Krampus. Yeah, so you might just unless you kill the Hanukkah Krampus as a man. I thought Krampus was like a seasonal thing. I thought he sort of showed up around Christmas. Okay. Is it only on Christmas? I don't. Know. Well, I think if we're having non-denominational Krampuses, uh, for, or actually denominational Krampuses for every holiday, then maybe it makes more sense for them to show up just on the holidays. Okay. So if you want to absorb all the Krampus's powers, you've got to kill them all as a mortal man mm-hmm. and not a Krampus. Yeah, maybe. Or if you if you kill if you kill double Krampus, who's like Christmas Hanukkah Krampus, but you you slay him on during during the festival of uh, Hanukkah, then he loses those powers and you get those. But then you're gonna have to hunt him down again on Christmas night and destroy him to get the Christmas powers as well. They only manifest yeah. on the specific holidays. No, that tracks. That totally tracks. But all of this awfulness is happening, but lo and behold, a savior is born to this world because Kuflu says 
The nativity involved not Jesus, but a little boy named Conan. And I think that if Conan was the Lord and Savior, I think that uh, this world, that's the Savior that this world really needs. is not like the world's nicest guy, but like the world's greatest slayer of men. Oh, you're, you're not talking about any boy named Conan, but actually literally the Conan. I think that if there was a boy born in the manger named Conan, he would be probably Conan the Barbarian. He would probably be a, a, mm-hmm. just a slayer of men. Okay, so he's born in the manger and then... Um... Immediately kills his parents. With a broadsword. He does not. <laughs> no, I was gonna say then. Uh, then James Earl Jones kills his parents. <laughs> yeah, the three wise men show up afterwards with like a, a broadsword and a shield and a helmet, and those are like the three gifts that the Magi bring to Conan. <laughs> yeah, and they enslave Conan. <laughs> I'm still hung up on the idea of like a buff baby. <laughs> Dude, he would be like a, so like rich. a little baby just. He would have a full, long head of hair. As hard as it is to believe, Arnold Schwarzenegger was not buff as a baby. You don't know that. Have you seen pictures of him as a baby? I haven't. Yeah, I refuse to believe it. Yeah. But you know, he didn't, he didn't get buff until later. Until he was at least a toddler. Until he was until he was pushing that wheel around over and over again. <laughs> yes, that's that's what it, that's all it takes. <laughs> but I do think that he would be the metal savior of this world, man. Like he's out there pushing that wheel forever getting so strong and then in the nighttime probably practicing his licks because his heavenly father would probably give him a magical guitar that he could hide so this the symbol of the god the, the symbol of the son of god in this world would be a wheel then probably no he didn't die on the wheel man would he even die would conan doesn't die yeah i was gonna say like how did conan die i don't think did he die i don't think he's dead i think it would be a cross-shaped guitar because that's what conan would play well, I, where, where does the cross come in if he doesn't die on a cross? How does, where does, they, well, that's how they killed people. Yeah, they then. probably tried to nail his ass to a cross, but he like ripped it down and turned it into a guitar with the guts of his enemy. Oh, so the cross that is the guitar is the same cross that they tried to <laughs> They tried to nail his ass to it. Ah, uh, that's kind of cool. He slayed them all. Used, that's pretty metal. Used their guts to make guitar strings, and that's what he plays to like rip the... And he probably so he probably pretty much invented the guitar then. I don't know about... Well, maybe. No, I, I like know. that his guitar is... Ma- Made of the tendons and the bones of his enemies. Yeah, for sure. That's that's really important. He just did it out of sheer boredom, and then he started plucking it and realized it made an appealing sound. But hold on, can you have metal music without? That's kind of like, what I was an thinking. Electric guitar. Yeah. What is what is metal without a guitar? So I kind of unless he's like unless he's the first metal. Well, it said it's based off metal genres, not the not the actual metal music, and so you could just like describe <laughs> his actions as being particularly like metal mm-hmm. <laughs> like a lot of the things conan does are metal and he doesn't even he doesn't play an instrument they are yeah they are metal but you you only know that they're metal because you've heard metal before you can't describe his actions as being metal without having known what like metal is well he's the son of god <sighs> he is but i feel like he would have been born in the metal and like like that's his deal he's like the sort so he was born in the 80s probably mm. <laughs> <laughs> He was born in a manger in a nativity scene in the eighties. In in the in the nineteen eighties, where in a world without pants. Yes. You think Conan, though, the savior of mankind, would slay all the Krampuses to take their Krampus powers, or do you think that he would enslave them? Uh, would he be sullied? I was about to say he'd probably try to like get rid of them or capture them without slaying them. Mm-hmm. But then again, maybe Conan is his mind is potent enough to resist the Krampus 
curse. The curse of the Krampus. You think that he would just cast them out like Jesus did to the demons? It'd like just... But the thing is, they come back every year. There's always got to be a Krampus. He needs an enemy. I mean, what's Conan without without something to push against? Yeah, maybe he banishes them every year and then he like secretly lets them back in. Maybe it's a seasonal thing. Maybe he, the only reason that Conan's alive is to fight the seasonal Krampus invasion. So here's a question, though, um, timeline-wise. So if... Okay, so if Conan the Barbarian was born at 0 AD... And that is the beginning of the celebration of Christmas. Does that mean the Krampus came way later? Because, or did the Krampus exist before Christmas time? Maybe the Krampus came first. Krampus came first, and Conan was sent to Earth to to break the cycle to of violence. Defeat Krampus, yeah, through through greater violence uh-huh. and better metal. Maybe he was sent down in an asteroid. <laughs> yes, like Guar. <laughs> It destroyed the nativity, the the manger, like utterly demolished it. Maybe. And I, yeah, maybe that's what it was. It, it was like three kings kneeling at a manger and then an asteroid just like blows <laughs> through the roof of the barn and destroys whatever was in that manger to begin with. And instead that like this meteor cracks open. <laughs> this little boy comes out like... like and out pops. And out pops. Like Goku popping out of baby, his spaceship. Like baby buff Conan. Like a, like a baby that's like a bag filled with rocks and then a camel looks at him funny so he punches it in the face (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then like just the harshest licks you've ever heard start just just going nuts (laughs) oh shit that's a super metal christmas and it does make a lot more sense why people don't wear pants because i don't think conan wore pants oh hell no right and if he's sort of setting the if he's sort of like the the top of your culture everybody wants to emulate him so they're going to wear like the bikini bottom right yeah no absolutely because the things that jesus did pretty much made it into the ten commandments so probably the ten commandments in this world would reflect conan's behavior and, and <laughs> dress code like whatever jesus did people copy like yeah he, he got didn't kill to a people cross, and now we yeah. all wear crosses yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> now we kill people all the time because it's just cool <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in this world, <laughs> Conan's not really doing the world any favors. Like, he may have better metal that can defeat Satan's metal, but like in the end, Conan, as like your spiritual guide, is like you're probably not really any morally better than a Satanist because you're still murdering people and banging witches and then throwing him into fires and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, does does anything Jesus do give you magical powers? Um. No. Yeah. yeah. No. The power of forgiveness. <laughs> that's that's like friendship <laughs> but, is magic. I've heard. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Kindness is magic. Yeah. So, because uh, Conan metal gives you magic. But my only problem with metal, like magic being based off metal genres, is there's not going to be a lot of magical variety out there. Well, come on. Like, what about the what about like different clans? Like, you'd have you would have like an a, like a cultural landscape of warring factions. Like, you'd have the Norwegian mm. the Norwegian death metal guys, and they'd be like their own they'd be like their own tribe. Then you'd have like the '80s hair metal mm. kind of like losers. That, and you know they'd be hanging out in their own. Oh, land. I think we, I think we know which type of music John prefers. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I should, you know what, I shouldn't have come out so strong. Yeah, well, my my point is that metal, no matter what, comes off as being pretty freaking hard boiled. Mm-hmm. And so that means the magic that you cast that's based off those genres is bound to be like combative, 
That was a weird way of saying You've that. obviously never been on a forum where people are discussing hair metal versus other kinds of So you think hair metal would be like maybe that's the healing magic? I think hair metal is like that's like the vanity that's like the tri- that's like the vanity tribe. How does it represent itself in magically? That's my question. Like uh, magically? Yeah, that's the whole point of this is the magic. <laughs> I mean, is is there not magic and metal alone? There is magic and metal alone, but in this specific <laughs> suggestion, that magic is real and it's based off metal genres. What type of magic is hair metal? It's like glamour magic, the like sparkly it's like, powder. What the it's fuck like is glamour it's magic? No, dude, dude, hair metal. It's all about it's all about love spells. Yeah. Yeah. fucking love potion number. So nine. what? Like they're all just they're all just in Corvettes. So they're all a bunch of rapists. Uh, I mean, as much as uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, as much as anybody with a love potion, <laughs> which I guess yeah. kind of in these days, anybody with a love potion is basically a sexual yeah. assault. Yes, like, I was going to try and justify uh-huh. a love potion. I just couldn't think of a reason why that would make any sense. There's so. no way. To yeah, there's really no justification it. Yeah. for drink it. Drink this like, thing so we have sex, please. Right? Like you didn't hear Bill Cosby in court being like, "It was a love potion." A <laughs> <laughs> witch gave it to me. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm a I'm an alchemist. It was love potion. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's and so then maybe they're like real bad guys. It sounds like it. I mean, I feel like you'd like that since you don't like caramel at all. I feel like that the Krampus, like when the Krampus shows up, depending on what your metal culture is, is like it's not like an opportunity to like hole up and be scared and and hide. It's like. It's actually like a festival where the whole town gets together and tries to murder the Krampus uh, and see who can become the next Krampus. I'm sure everyone's trying to murder the Krampus and like to become the. It's like it's like uh, the game Juggernaut. It's like in Halo. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> we try to we try to kill the Juggernaut to become the the, the Juggernaut mm-hmm. so you can kill everyone else. So you become better at killing, but you're a better you're a bigger target to be killed. I imagine killing the Krampus. The Krampus has probably got to be a lot more powerful in this world since everyone has magical powers, basically. Because who in their fucking right mind in this world would not learn how to play an electric guitar and develop metal magic powers? Yeah, being a being a guitar playing magician would be very mainstream in this world. Yeah, if you didn't do that, you'd sort of be like a weirdo. May maybe because like you can look at the out, from like at our world from the outside, and it's like who in their right mind wouldn't be a hedge fund manager and like. Just have all the money for doing nothing. Uh, hedge fund managers can't blast fireballs out of their eyes, man. I don't know. I know, but they have more fucking money than anybody else. and They can simulate that shit because they can pay somebody to make them a fireball thrower gun or some shit like that. I'm just saying. I mean, if a hedge fund manager wanted to like ride a jet ski in like, a mall fountain, he, he or she probably could. Yeah, they get away with just that for shit. shit for, that, like, that's true, but they can't cast th- like Thunderbolt <laughs> out, you know, out of their butts. It is true. <laughs> No, but they could probably buy like a very expensive weapon. Like they could buy the equivalent in our world of casting. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing. I, I this doesn't track for me. Like I don't think that's equivalent at all. I don't think casting magical abilities by playing metal is quite the same as having a lot of money. Some people aren't motivated by money. I, in particular, am not motivated motivated by money. But you're motivated by fireballs and lightning, which which is which is honorable but i don't i'm just not sure that everybody's motivated by fireball and lightning not fireball and lightning there's got to be different magical abilities that people might be interested in like hedge fund management like rape juice (laughs) they would maybe they'd outlaw love potions in this world i certainly and it would be like a black market thing yeah i feel like conan wouldn't be down on a love potion he'd want to earn that he doesn't need it yeah he's basically fed women (laughs) they say that in the movie (laughs) they literally do yeah like He's like kept in a cage, and they like bring him. It's yeah. I mean, that alone is problematic. <laughs> yeah, that's because they're trying. Tr- tr- they're trying to breed like ultimate soldiers off of him. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. He's like a. He's like an ultimate specimen. I would. 
too. Yeah. He's like an ox. That's apocryphal. That's not in the, the King James version of the Conan Bible. That's kind of a <laughs> it's something that we don't like to talk about in the church a little bit. So Yeah, we just sort of look the other way, yeah. I guess. I would I do want to see Conan like go through the, the temptations. <laughs> you just kick the shit just break Satan's fucking spine over his knee and throw him off the top of a building. Yeah, he, he kicks the shit out of Satan and just like fucks all the, the girls <laughs> yeah, and he told yeah. you. <laughs> and, then, and then steals Satan's guitar. <laughs> he just eats his bread, takes the cities that he's offered, and then throws him off the top of a building. And that's the end of it. And then he goes for the Krampus. What happens after? What happens at the end of Santa Claus? Like what? Ha- so you kill Santa or you kill the Krampus and you become Santa mm-hmm. or you become... Well, depending on how well... What the, happens until you get killed? Uh, like, after... You're just stuck. After you're, you're... stuck in that rut, man. Like, you're doing that forever. You're stuck making sequels until you stop making money. Yeah. Is he a big, fat Santa at the end of that movie? Oh, yeah, forever. Yeah, he's a big, fat piece of shit Santa. Really? With me latching onto his underbelly. <laughs> Cody inside of his shirt. Be a weird first gig. Mm-hmm. No, if you get cramped, if you're the Krampus, like, you are you are the Krampus, man. That's just who you are forever after that. Until, until someone else cramps yeah. you. And there's no going back from it either. Like you don't, <laughs> you don't get to sit down. So what does the Krampus? But what does the Krampus do? The other three hundred. Yeah, I like to imagine three, the Krampus. Four days turn, yeah, the Krampus definitely has to turn back into a human. I think. <laughs> or does he just sort of like? You think so? Or does he just dig a hole and then just like fume angrily until Christmas comes again? Well, then what's the point of being the Krampus? I don't know. Like, I feel like you've got to still have a little bit of your own personality when you become the Krampus. <laughs> like, because the whole, the magic of the Santa Claus is that time of year, you go through a special change, mm-hmm. your body starts to, you know. <laughs> go through Santa puberty again. You go through Santa puberty, mm-hmm. you grow hair in unexpected places, you gain a lot of weight, you, be- you become emotional. But if everybody knows that you're the Krampus, like, can they kill you at any time during the year and they get your Krampus powers, or is it only when you cramp out, like, they have to kill you to get your powers? I think you can die any time of the year and they can get your Krampus powers. See, that's like, so you gotta go back, you're always, like, you gotta keep your head on a swivel all the time. So, like, you've gotta... Well, yeah, maybe you don't let people know you're the Krampus. Yeah. So people are always out to get you. Always. And the thing is, like, this just made me realize, like, when Tim Allen became the Santa Claus, he became a lot jollier. Mm-hmm. So what was it like as this as his Santa power started to wane as Christmas was over? Oh, massive does he depression. Get, does he become like his normal like pissed <laughs> asshole self? And he's like, what the fuck was I doing? Post Christmas Christmas depression. Yeah. yeah. What does he do? It's has he? How does he make money? How does he get his job back? Yeah. He probably. <laughs> I mean, like probably keeps gotta, a certain amount of the toys back from the from kids and sells them. On eBay over the rest <laughs> yeah. of the year. Santa can make a pretty nice racket. With, with That's actually toys. a pretty good racket. Yeah. Or maybe his elves. Yeah, maybe he maybe he keeps the elves working throughout the rest of the year. Sweatshop and style. He just, yeah, and he just he sells those to like a distributor for the rest of That's the year. That's not such a bad idea. Or no, dude, the elves I think are building toys all year. Like Christmas is their one day off. It's the day he's delivering. No, that first year, that first year was really rough because he was broke the rest of the year. He barely scraped by to Christmas again. And then the next year, he started cooking the books and he started writing in names of kids that do not exist with very high ticket items. And he right. he, he keeps those off to the side. Wow, a lot of a lot of iPads this year. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of gold bricks. <laughs> and he's dumping those in safe houses all over the world. And then later over the year, he just goes and collects those things, sells them on eBay, or cashes them in. The thing is, the thing is, he probably <laughs> even has to trick himself because when he goes into Ooh. Santa mode, his morals shift, and he becomes like a genuinely good yeah, person. Yeah. So he has to like he has to trick himself into thinking that these are real kids that he's delivering these solid gold. Bullion <laughs> to uh, 
<laughs> well, I think I think what happens is it's like every year, every year he gets around Christmas and he's like, I gotta stop my sort of shifty ways. Like I'm turning into a good Santa. I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of it. And then the depression hits and mm-hmm. rinse repeat. Mm-hmm. And he's stuck mm-hmm. in this sort of tortured soul of like good to bad. Every- so so he sets up his all of his Santa gold traps all over the world. He's like he's prepared for it. He's made up all these false names and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got gold he's got He's like an alcoholic who can't quit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's got elves working on digging up gold year round <laughs> for him. And then come Christmas time he he decides to like he get like, rid of it all. Yep. <laughs> yep. This is almost yep. like a, a mix between the Santa Claus fight club and like face off or something like that. Where it's like I think so. It's like he's working against himself at like, different times of the year. <laughs> just just trying to undermine each each side of his personality. <laughs> It's got to be, he's got to somehow, like, wipe his memories or something to keep Santa, his Santa alter ego, from knowing that shady shit that he's been doing. Mm-hmm. What do you think his son is doing in all of this? Like, his child? Do you think his child, like, is aware of any of this? I don't know. Like, okay, so hold on. If Tim Allen did not have a son when he became Santa Claus, and he's got that thick, attractive dad bod while he's Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and he, he, uh hooks up with his lady friend and they produce a child will that child be genetically santa claus or <laughs> well, like some sort of half human half spirit freakazoid yeah exactly because his son was already born so he couldn't like get those traits genetically i mean like there is a mrs claus yeah i think i think the kid has half the powers oh that's a good point ryan if if santa claus hooks up with a broad Wallace, while Santa Claus is the broad change into Mrs. Claus? Well, I don't know, because in the movies, I feel like he was not married, and then they had to find him a Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus. Like, that was, like, a, a thing, like, they had to do. So I wonder if he, if he was married, he has his re- regular wife, and then he would have to have his, like, North Pole wife also? I don't know. It was really kind of sketchy. I'm not really sure. I don't know how I feel I feel like that. it's a whole double life. I feel like it's a whole other thing it's like almost like awful ritual got, magic it's oh so it's just like a dad who has you always wonder if your dad has a secret a secret yeah. he's like a secret family yeah, a secret yeah. family in the north pole but i almost wonder if the elves are like have some sort of a weird breeding program set up and they're like they're out there like like forcing this to happen and like preying on santa clauses I mean, I can, I can totally see the, like the the journalist, you know, springing on Santa Claus with his sunglasses on when he's getting out of his Ferrari, and he's like, "I don't want to talk about it." While they're like, they're like, "What about the elf breeding factories that we found in Suriname or something?" You know, like maybe they breed them in like the, like somewhere in the equator, like some at some bizarre warehouse, and they sh- they had shipped them to the North Pole when they're ready to work. Mm-hmm. My question is, does the Krampus have little helpers? Uh, probably. That's probably what the chupacabras are, honestly. They're kind of like smaller Krampuses. Well, the Chupacabras eat goats. <laughs> I mean, the Krampus, he, he can't work alone. I mean, yeah, it kind of seems unfair that Santa Claus, you know, Krampus's other natural enemy other than Chupacabra, mm. has helpers, but the Krampus doesn't. Well, and the Krampus does whip children with chains. Yes. That's, that's the thing. part of the lore. Yeah. And so he needs right. to have somebody to, to, I mean, I doubt he's a, he specializes in terror. He's not a, he's not a blacksmith. Yeah. So what it was, yeah. Okay. That's, that's so he's got. Maybe he doesn't want helpers because he wants to do it all himself. He's, he's like a DIY he's, sort of guy. He's sadistic. I'm going to throw this out there. It's not a suggested idea, but I'm going to say, what if the Krampus also has another Christmas movie spin, in which if he gets wet, he multiplies just like gremlins. I mean, that would flesh out the battle. If the Krampus goes into a swimming pool down at the rec center and jumps into it, then he multiplies out of control. 
Number one, you don't feed you don't feed your Krampus after midnight, and you don't get him wet. Are the two rules? But if you were the Krampus, the first thing you'd want to do is jump in a pool. Yeah, big time. Would you though? Because the the other Krampuses would be vying for power. I think. You don't think you'd sort of work under like a group mind? That's a last ditch effort. Like if you're about to be defeated by Conan or Santa Claus, then or the Kwanzaa, <laughs> the Kwanzaa bot fairy. I don't. Yeah. I, but thinking about like so Christmas has the Krampus which everyone knows about. Does Kwanzaa have an equivalent? No, there's no like demon. There's no. I wish there's not. They have a menorah. Apparently, uh, Hanukkah is be- That's close. a miracle of when they burned a uh, a lamp for like ten days. An oil lamp. Yeah, yeah. when they had like one day's I think worth. It was seven. That's why. They- yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it doesn't have a, a, a spirit or a persona. Which I feel like they could have really worked in some sort of a demon into that. Fucking Christmas was like it originated as a the birth of Jesus, and now it's some sort of pagan holiday thing. So what if Hanukkah we just sort of combine it with something else? Well, I think it actually started as a pagan holiday, and then it got Jesus grafted. That's onto true. It. Yeah, it started. It, the like, way it was originally like literally tribal people killing goats on altars, and then. And the Romans came along and were like, hey, we got to rebrand this whole thing. Hey, be careful about killing those goats. You might make a Krampus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, Krampus was sort of what we needed mm. since the Nightmare Before Christmas. That movie came out and nobody in America knew that Christmas had a dark side. And then all of a sudden, the Swedes uh, you know, gave us Krampus. Uh, well, Christmas is dark side and Nightmare Before Christmas is Halloween. <laughs> right, I know. But I'm, that's I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> we needed something to spice Christmas up. Yeah, you guys feel like Christmas is a little boring? How do we, you gotta spice it up a bit. Introduce a little blood and carnage. Let's put some witches in this Well, Santa shit. needed a foil. So, so does Hanukkah have enough blood and carnage and that's why we don't need a Krampus for Hanukkah? No. I think that every holiday could use a little bit more blood and carnage, honestly. I think every holiday could use a Krampus or a Krampus equivalent. Some sort of darkness that the light is 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 working to defeat. Exactly. Why are we actually? It's a more compelling story. It's a more compelling story than just you know. Maybe Hanukkah is just more effective at keeping its Krampus away, whereas Christmas is not. Whatever it is that you're supposed to do on Christmas to keep the Krampus away, we fail at doing every yeah, year. Whereas Krampus keeps uh, Jewish people succeed. Yeah, they know the trick. They they lit enough candles that the shadow monsters have been banished. But unfortunately for us, we haven't figured that out. Yes, exactly. <sighs> Stupid fucking Christians. Every time. Can't figure it out. Oh, well. They just ruin it. They just don't, they just don't get it I done. think the, the the Christmas Krampus is actually attracted to lights. Is it? Oh, probably. That's how it knows where Christmas is. Yeah, that's how it knows It's in its hovel. It's in its little hole. Then it starts to, to see all the Christmas lights go up. And it's like, ah. Mm-hmm. Time to cramp. Time to cramp. Time to cramp. Time to put a cramp on this Christmas shit. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like that's a. I think it's time to cramp this episode. <laughs> that's a. That's a world. I feel like that's a fully fleshed out, fully realized, li- livable world. Well, thanks, John, for joining us on Disposable Worlds. Yeah, thanks for yeah, having me. I hope you had a great time. This was a lot of fun. Um, Catch us on Disposable Worlds, the subreddit on Reddit, and you can throw ideas at us and catch us on our website as well, radbotproductions.com, where you can see what we're working on and drop us a line there. Um, see what else. Oh my God, I can't even remember what the fuck I say at the end of this because uh, Steven's not here. 
Check us out on our website. <laughs> check us out on our website, radbotproductions.com, where you can listen to previous episodes and see what other projects we're working on. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to uh, the band Belafonte uh, for letting us use their uh, song. What? It's God a, damn it! I can't remember what it's something called. Something Bastion. Is it Bastion? Shit. Yeah. For letting us use their song Bastion from their Prime Meridian EP, which you can find on uh, Apple iTunes. Is that a thing? God damn it. We might as well just rename the song Disposable Worlds at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you can find the song Disposable Worlds by the band Disposable Worlds on their album. I'd like to thank the band Disposable Worlds for their song Disposable Worlds off the EP Disposable Worlds, <laughs> which can be found at Disposable Worlds. So catch it wherever you find music. And catch us again wherever you find your uh, podcasts. Until next time, this is Disposable Worlds.